0: Hare Krishna, my dear devotees. Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in the live studios in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, right near the English Channel, where we set up a little BBT enclave, a little ashram. uh, Rishika Prabhu and myself and... uh, Abai does Brahmachari. uh, Concentrating our lives on trying to give the sound uh, Shabda Shabda Brahma Transcendental sound which has the capacity to purify the heart and, and, and introduce one to the Absolute Truth and make one eligible to return to the spiritual world uh, by awakening our love for Krishna, our love for Sri Chaitanya, Mahaprabhu, uh, our love for Srila Prabhupada and all the previous Acharyas. This is our life. Uh, may it be yours. Hare Krishna. Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram by Srila Sanatan Goswami. Appears in the Sri Krishna Leela Stava verses 412 through 416 as a tribute to the Srimad Bhagavatam, a glorification of the Srimad Bhagavatam. And it's beautiful. It goes like this <clears throat> Sarva Shastra Bdipiyusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Sedanta savalokai kadrik prada, O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all, of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. sarva-bhagavata-prana srimad-bhagavata-prabho kalidvandurita-ditya krishna parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pathaya Premavar Shakshadayate Sarvadasa Vasevaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume I bow down to you who were supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka bando matsangin, madguru man mahadana, man bhagya, mad My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth my saviour, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asādhu sādhūtā dāyīn ātini Chochata kādā prem O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love om namo bhagavate vasudeva <clears throat> om namo bhagavate vasudeva om namo bhagavate vasudeva so for the past few days we've been reading the Uh, front matter to Śrīla Prabhupāda's magnum opus the translation and uh, commentation in his purports of the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam we just heard um, a summary study of the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya as an introduction Uh, she Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu preached the Bhagavad Gita, which we just finished a few days ago, and the Srimad Bhagavatam, which we are commencing the text today. So this is not just Shabda Brahman, this Srimad Bhagavatam. It is the mature fruit of all of the Vedas, as we will hear very soon. Srimad Bhagavatam. Um, Canto One. Creation. Chapter One, Questions by the Sages. Text One. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya, Jan jayanti tod bhayat, itretas char te shu Teenhe Brahma Rida, Yaadi Kavaye, muhanti Yat Suriyaha, Tejo Vadi Midang Yata, Vinimayo, Yat Ratrisar Gong Misha, Damna Swayna Seda Nirasta Kuhakam Satyam param Dimahee. O oh my Lord, Shri Krishna, son of Vasudev. O all-pervading personality of Godhead, I offer my respectful obeisances unto you. I meditate upon Lord Śrī Krishna, because He is the absolute truth and the primeval cause of all causes of the creation, sustenance and destruction of the manifested universes. He is directly and indirectly conscious of all manifestations and he is independent because there is no other cause beyond him. It is he only who first imparted the Vedic knowledge unto the heart of Brahmāji, the original living being. By him, even the great sages and demigods are placed into illusion as one is bewildered by the illusory representations of water seen in fire or land seen on water. Only because of Him do the material universes, temporarily manifested by the reactions of the three modes of nature, appear factual, although they are unreal. I therefore meditate upon Him, Lord Śrī Krishna who is eternally existent in the transcendental abode, which is forever free from the illusory representations of the material world. I meditate upon him, for he is the absolute truth. Purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Obeisances unto the personality of Godhead Vasudeva directly indicate Lord Sri Krishna who is the divine son of Vasudeva and Devaki this fact will be more explicitly explained later in the text of this work when Sri Vyasadeva directly asserts that Sri Krishna is the original personality of Godhead and all others are his direct or indirect plenary portions, or portions of the portion. Śrīla Jiva Goswami has even more explicitly explained the subject matter in his Krishna Sandarbha. And Brahma, the original living being, has explained the subject of Sri Krishna substantially in his treatise named Brahma Sangita. In the Upanishad. In the Samaveda, it is also stated that Lord Shri Krishna is the divine son of Devaki. Therefore, in this prayer, the first proposition holds that Lord Shri Krishna is the primeval Lord, and if any transcendental nomenclature is to be understood as belonging to the absolute personality of Godhead, it must be the name indicated by the word Krishna, which means the all-attractive. In the Bhagavad Gita, in many places, the Lord asserts Himself to be the original Personality of Godhead, and this is also confirmed by Arjuna, who also cites great sages like Narada, Vyasa, and many others. In the Padma Purana, it is also stated that out of the innumerable names of the Lord, the name Krishna is the principal one. Although the name Vasudev indicates the plenary portion of the personality of Godhead, and although all the different forms of the Lord, being identical with Vasudev, are thus indicated in this text, the name Vasudev particularly indicates Krishna the divine son of Vasudev and Devaki. Shri Krishna is always meditated upon. Shri Krishna is always meditated upon by the Paramahangsas, who are the perfected ones among those in the renounced order of life. Vasudev, or Lord Shri Krishna, is the cause of all causes. Everything that exists emanates from the Lord. How this is so is explained in later chapters of this work. This work is described by Mahaprabhu, Sri Chaitanya, as the spotless Purana because it contains the transcendental narration of the Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna. The history of the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam is also very glorious. It was compiled by Śrī Vyāsadeva after he had attained maturity in transcendental knowledge. He wrote this under the instructions of Śrī Narādājī, his spiritual master. Vyāsadeva compiled all Vedic literatures containing the four divisions of the Vedas, the Vedānta-sūtras or the Brahmā-sūtras, the Pūranas, the Mahābhārata, and so on. But nevertheless, He was not satisfied. His satisfaction was observed by his spiritual master, and thus Narada advised him to write on the transcendental activities of Lord Śrī Krishna. These transcendental activities are described specifically in the Bhagavatam's 10th canto, which is considered its substance. But in order to reach the very substance, one must gradually one must proceed gradually by developing knowledge of the categories. It is natural that a philosophical mind wants to know about the origin of the creation at night. he sees the stars in the sky, and he naturally speculates about their inhabitants. Such inquiries are natural for man because man has a developed consciousness which is higher than that of the animals. The author of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam gives a direct answer to such inquiries. He says that the Lord Śrī Krishna is the origin of all creations. He is not only the creator of the universe, but the destroyer as well. The manifested cosmic nature is created at a certain period by the will of the Lord. It is maintained for some time and then it is annihilated by His will. Therefore, the supreme will is behind all cosmic activities. Of course, there are atheists of various categories who do not believe in a creator, but that is due to a poor fund of knowledge. The modern scientist, for example, has created space satellites and by some arrangement or or other, these satellites are thrown into outer space to fly for some time at the control of the scientist who is far away. Similarly, all the universes with innumerable stars and planets are controlled by the intelligence of the personality of Godhead. In the Vedic literatures, it is said that the Absolute Truth, Personality of Godhead, is the chief amongst all living personalities. All living beings, beginning from the first created being, Brahma, down to the smallest ant, are individual living beings. And above and above Brahma, there are, there are even other living beings with individual capacities. And the Personality of Godhead is also a similar living being. He is an indiv- he is an, as he, and He is an individual, as are the other living beings. But the Supreme Lord, or the Supreme Living Being, has the greatest intelligence, and He possesses supermost, inconceivable energies of all different varieties. If a man's brain can produce a space satellite, one can very easily imagine how brains higher than man can produce similar wonderful things, which are far superior. The reasonable person will easily accept this argument. But there are stubborn atheists who would never agree, Śrīla Vyāsadeva, however, that once accepts the supreme intelligence as the Parameshwara. He offers his respectful obeisances unto the supreme intelligence addressed as the Para or the Parameshwara or the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And that Parameshwara is Sri Krishna as admitted in the Bhagavad Gita and other scriptures delivered by Sri Vyasadeva and specifically in this Srimad Bhagavatam. In the Bhagavad Gita, the Lord says that there is no other Paratattva, Sumam Bonam, than Himself. Therefore, Sri Vyasadeva at once worships the Paratattva, Sri Krishna, whose transcendental activities are described in the tenth canto. Unscrupulous persons go immediately to the tenth canto and especially to the five chapters which describe the Lord's rasa dance. The Lord's rasa dance. This portion of the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam is the most confidential part of this great literature. Unless one is thoroughly accomplished in the transcendental knowledge of the Lord, one is sure to misunderstand the Lord's worshipable transcendental pastimes called rasa dance, and his loving affairs with the gopis. This subject matter is highly spiritual and only the liberated persons who have gradually attained to the stage of Paramahamsa can transcendentally relish this rasa dance. Śrīla Vyāsadeva therefore gives the reader the chance to gradually develop spiritual realization before actually relishing the essence of the pastimes of the Lord. Therefore, he purposefully invokes a Gayatri mantra, dhimahi. This Gayatri mantra is meant for spiritually advanced people. When one is successful in chanting the Gayatri mantra, he can enter into the transcendental position of the Lord. One must, therefore, acquire brahminical qualities or be perfectly situated in the quality of goodness in order to chant the Gayatri Mantra successfully and then attain to the stage of transcendentally realizing the Lord, His name, His fame, His qualities and so on. Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam is the narration of the surūp of the Lord, manifested by His internal potency, and this potency is distinguished from the external potency, which has manifested the cosmic world, which is within our experience. Śrīla Vyāsadeva makes a clear distinction between the two in this shloka. Śrīla Vyāsadeva says herein, <clears throat> that the manifested internal potency is real whereas the external manifested energy in the form of material existence is only temporary and illusory like the mirage in the desert. In the desert mirage there, are, there is no actual water. There is only the appearance of water. Real water is somewhere else. The manifested cosmic creation appears as reality, but reality, of which this is but a shadow, is in the spiritual world. Absolute truth is in the spiritual sky, not the material sky. In the material sky, everything is relative truth. That is to say, one truth depends on something else. This cosmic creation results from the interaction of the three modes of nature and the temporary manifestations are so created as to present an illusion of reality to the bewildered mind of the conditioned soul who appears in so many species of life including the higher demigods like Brahma, Indra, Chandra and so on. In in actuality, there is no reality in the manifested world. There appears to be reality, however, because of the true reality which exists in the spiritual world where the Personality of Godhead eternally exists with His transcendental paraphernalia. The chief engineer of a complicated construction does not personally take part in the construction but he knows every nook and corner because everything is done under his direction. He knows everything about the construction, both directly and indirectly. Similarly, the Personality of Godhead, who is the supreme engineer of this cosmic creation, knows every nook and corner. Although affairs are apparently being carried out by demigods. Beginning from Brahma down to the insignificant ants, no one is independent in the matter of material creation. The hand of the Lord is seen everywhere. All material elements as well as all spiritual sparks emanate from Him only. And whatever is created in this material world is but the interaction of two energies, the material and the spiritual, which emanate from the absolute truth, the Personality of Godhead, Shri Krishna. A chemist can manufacture water in the chemical laboratory by mixing hydrogen and oxygen. But in reality, the living entity works in the laboratory under the direction of the Supreme Lord and the materials with which he works are also supplied by the Lord. The Lord knows everything, directly and indirectly, and he is cognizant of all minute details, and he is fully independent. He is compared to a mine of gold, and the cosmic creations in so many different forms are compared to objects made from the gold, such as gold rings, necklaces, and so on. The gold ring and the gold necklace are qualitatively one with the gold in the mine, but quantitatively, the gold in the mine is different. Therefore, the absolute truth is simultaneously one and different. Nothing is absolutely equal with the absolute truth, but at the same time, nothing is independent of the absolute truth conditioned souls beginning from Brahma who engineers the entire universe down to the insignificant ant are all creating but none of them are independent of the Supreme Lord the materialist wrongly thinks that there is no creator other than his own self this is called maya or illusion Because of his poor fund of knowledge, the materialist cannot see beyond the purview of his imperfect senses. And thus he thinks that matter automatically takes its own shape without the aid of a superior intelligence. This is refuted in this shloka by Śrīla Vyāsadeva. Since the complete whole, or the absolute truth, is the source of everything, Nothing can be independent of the body of the absolute truth. Whatever happens to be whatever happens to the body quickly becomes known to the embodied. Similarly, the creation is the body of the absolute whole. Therefore, the absolute knows everything directly and indirectly that happens in the universe. In the Shruti Mantra it is also stated that the Absolute Whole, or Brahman, is the ultimate source of everything. Everything emanates from Him and everything is maintained by Him. And at the end, everything enters into Him. That is the law of nature. And at the end, everything enters into Him. That is the law of nature. In the Smriti Mantra, The same is confirmed. It is said there that the source from which everything emanates at the beginning of Brahma's millennium is the reservoir to which everything ultimately enters, is the Absolute Truth, or Brahman. Material scientists take it for granted that the ultimate source of the planetary system is the sun, but they are unable to explain the source of the sun. Herein, the ultimate source is explained. According to the Vedic literature, Brahma is the creator of this universe. Yet, he had to meditate to get inspiration for such creation. Therefore, neither Brahma nor the sun is the ultimate creator. It is said in this shloka that Brahma was taught Vedic knowledge by the Personality of Of Godhead. One may argue that Brahma being the original living being could not be inspired because there was no other living being there was no other being living at that time. Herein it is stated that the Supreme Lord inspired the secondary creator Brahma in order that Brahma could carry out his creative functions. So the Supreme Intelligence behind all creations is the Absolute Godhead, Sri Krishna. In the Bhagavad Gita, Lord Sri Krishna states that it is He only who superintends the creative energy, Prakriti, which constitutes the totality of matter. Therefore, Sri Vyasadeva does not worship Brahma, but the Supreme Lord, who guides Brahma in his creative activities. In this shloka, the particular words abhigya and swarat are significant. These two words distinguish the Supreme Lord from all other living entities. No other living entity is either abhigya or swarat. That is, no one is either fully cognizant or independent. Even Brahma has to meditate upon the Supreme Lord in order to create. Then what to speak of great scientists like Einstein? The brains of such a scientist are certainly not the products of any human being. Scientists cannot manufacture such a brain and what to speak of foolish atheists who defy the authority of the Lord. Even Mayavadi impersonalists who flatter themselves that they can become one with the Lord are neither abhigya or nor swarat. Such impersonalists undergo severe austerities to acquire knowledge to become one with the Lord, but ultimately they become dependent on some rich disciple who supplies them with money to build monasteries and temples. Atheists like Ravana or Hiranyakashipu had to undergo severe penances before they could flout the authority of the Lord. But ultimately they were rendered helpless and could not save themselves when the Lord appeared before them as cruel death. This is also the case with the modern scientists who also dare to flout the authority of the Lord. Such atheists will be dealt with similarly, for history repeats itself. Whenever men neglect the, the authority of the Lord, nature and her laws are there to penalize them. <clears throat> this is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita in the well known verse Yada, Yada. Hidharmasya glani. Whenever there is a decline of Dharma and a rise of Adharma, O Arjuna, then I incarnate myself. Bhagavad Gita 4.7. That the Supreme Lord is all perfect is confirmed in all Shruti mantras. It is said in the Shruti mantras that the all perfect Lord threw a glance over matter and thus created all living beings the living beings are parts and parcels of the Lord and he impregnates the vast material creation excuse me <clears throat> the living beings are parts and parcels of the Lord and he impregnates the vast material creation with seeds of spiritual sparks and thus the creative energies are set set in motion to enact so many wonderful creations. An atheist may argue that God is no more expert than a watchmaker. But of course, God is greater because He can create machines in duplicate male and female forms. The male and female forms of different types of machineries go on producing innumerable similar machines without God's further attention. If a man could manufacture such a set of machines that could produce other machines without his attention, then he could approach the intelligence of God. But that is not possible. For each machine has to be handled individually. Therefore, no one can create as well as God. Another name for God is asamordva which means that no one is equal to or greater than him param satyam or the supreme truth is he who has no equal or superior this is confirmed in the shruti mantras it is said that before the creation of the material universe there existed the lord only who is the ma- who is master of everyone That Lord instructed Brahma in Vedic knowledge. That Lord instructed Brahma in Vedic knowledge. That Lord has to be obeyed in all respects. Anyone who wants to get rid of the material entanglement entanglement, must surrender unto him. This is also confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita. Unless one surrenders unto the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord, it is certain that he will be bewildered. When an intelligent man surrenders under the lotus feet of Krishna and and knows completely that Krishna is the cause of all causes, as confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita, then only can such an intelligent man become a Mahatma, or great soul. But such a great soul is rarely seen. Only the Mahatmas can understand that the Supreme Lord is the primal, primal, primeval cause of all causes. He is Parama, or ultimate truth, because all other truths are relative to Him. He is omniscient. For Him, there is no illusion. Some Mayavadi scholars argue that Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam was not compiled by Śrī Vyāsadeva. And some of them suggest that this book is a modern creation written by someone named Vopadev, In order to refute such meaningless arguments, Sri Sridhar Swami points out that there is reference to the Bhagavatam in many of the oldest Puranas. This first shloka of the Bhagavatam begins with the Gayatri Mantra. There is a reference to this in the Matsya Purana, which is the oldest Purana. In that Purana, it is said about the Bhagavatam that in it there are many narrations of spiritual instructions, that it begins with the Gayatri Mantra and that it contains the history of Ritrasura. Anyone who makes a gift of this great work on a full moon day attains to the highest perfection of life by returning to Godhead. There is reference to to the Bhagavatam and other Puranas also, where it is clearly stated that this work was finished in 12 cantos, which include 18,000 shlokas. In the Padma Purana also, there is reference to the Bhagavatam in a conversation with Gautama and Maharaj Ambarish. The king was advised therein to read regularly Shrimad Bhagavatam if he desired liberation from material bondage. Under the circumstances, there is no doubt about the authority of the Bhagavatam. Within the past 500 years, many erudite scholars and acharyas like Jiva Goswami, Sanatan Goswami, Vishwanath Chakrabharti, Balabhacharya, and many other distinguished scholars, even after the time of Lord Chaitanya, Made elaborate commentaries on the Bhagavatam, and the serious student would do well to attempt to go through them to better relish the transcendental messages. Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur specifically deals with the original pure sex psychology, Adi Rasa, devoid of all mundane inebriety. The whole material creation is moving under the principle of sex life. In modern civilization, sex life is the focal point for all activities. Wherever one turns, in, wherever one turns his face, he sees sex life predominant. Therefore, sex life is not unreal. Its reality is experienced in the spiritual world. The material sex life is but a perverted reflection of the original fact. The original fact is in the absolute truth and thus the absolute truth cannot be impersonal. It is not possible to be impersonal and contain pure sex life. Consequently, the impersonalist philosophers have given indirect impetus to the abominable mundane sex life because they have overstressed the impersonality of the absolute truth of of the ultimate truth Consequently man without information of the actual spiritual form of sex has accepted perverted material sex life as the all in all There is a distinction between sex life in the diseased material condition and spiritual Sex life. This Srimad Bhagavatam will gradually elevate the unbiased reader to the highest perfectional stage of transcendence. It will enable him to transcend the three modes of material activities, fruitive actions, speculative philosophy, and worship of functional deities as inculcated in Vedic verses. Hare Krishna so that's the first text the uh, invocation of the Srimad Bhagavatam by Srila Vyasadeva himself who is the revealer of the Bhagavatam to the world it's interesting to note when we were just reading that uh, the Bhagavatam, which appeared about 5,000 years ago and is attributed to uh, Vedavyas, was mentioned in the Purana, the oldest Purana. So Jiva Goswami uh, concludes in his Tatvasandarbha that the Bhagavatam is actually an eternal scripture, like the Shruti. And we'll hear about this uh, in the next verse, or the third verse. We'll stop our reading for today at 7.45, exactly 45 minutes of pure reading of Srila Prabhupada's books. We pray for the blessings of Vaishnavas and our beloved spiritual master His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada the compiler and overseer uh, of this great uh, transcendental literature put into English for the first time by a pure devotee of Krishna without any mundane motive only the motive to help others Hare Krishna Okay, we'll stop there and if there's any reflections on the points that have been made in just one verse of the Bhagavatam the whole rest of the Bhagavatam will explain this verse Hare Krishna
1: From Hare
0: Krishna Shradanvajuli Hare Bhav Hare Krishna Hare Krishna, thank you I'm so happy that you're there
1: from Santarupa Devi Nasi
0: Haribo Santarupa
1: Hare Krishna Maharaj thank you for our daily purification
0: Hare Krishna Hare Bh- thank you for being here
1: Bhakti Jason
0: Back Bhakti Jason
1: Hare Krishna thanks for the Christmas present of this reading
0: oh you're very welcome speaking of Christmas presents the sweater I'm wearing tonight was sent to me. I just received it today from Prafula my dear disciple. And she selected just a wonderful sweater. It's one of my favorite already. I may ever never take it off. It's so nice. Thank thanks to Prafudamukhi if she's listening in, or I'm sure she will at some point. Thank you, Hare Krishna. And
1: from Bhaktamatsu?
0: Hari Bo Bhaktamatsu. <coughs>
1: Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Śrīla Prabhupāda.
0: All glories to His divine grace, Śrīla Prabhupāda.
1: There is nothing like having the opportunity to start Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam from the beginning once again. Thank you for encouraging us to hear again and again and yet again. nityam sevaya ki jai.
0: Yes, and this is the process. The process of assimilating transcendental knowledge and awakening our uh, pure love for God is to hear. It's not to speculate. It's not to in erudite scholarship. It's not about information content. It's about hearing the sound, the transcendental Shabda Brahma emanating from Krishna. And this is the way of assimilating the knowledge. It's the way to Uh, incorporated into our into our characters it's a character reformation experiment Uh, so to hear again and again as Bhaktamatsu just said to hear again and again the Bhagavatam the Gita Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, Chitanya Charitamrita. And of course the other uh, literatures that Srila Prabhupada mentions are also uh, recommended for serious students. Um, By serious students he means persons with the capacity to study uh, uh, scrutinizingly and uh, memorize and learn the, the, the verses and the meanings in so many ways and teach them but very few honestly have that capacity but every living being has the capacity to hear and every living being can realize the Supreme Absolute Truth through the process of hearing when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was traveling in South India he met a brahmana who was in a village and he was chanting the Bhagavad Gita every day, 18 chapters. Uh, we did this the other day during Bhagavad, but during the Gita Jayanti. Of course, we did the Sanskrit and the English, which took us about six hours, a little bit more than six hours. But he was doing just the Sanskrit. But he was illiterate. He couldn't actually read the Sanskrit. So he was trying to read it out loud in the courtyard but the, the villagers were laughing at him because they could see that he was illiterate and he didn't know what he was, what he was reading he didn't, didn't know at least he didn't know how to read it properly so they would tease him so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came up upon this scene and he noticed that the brahmana was sometimes crying so he went up to him and he asked him, My dear brahmana, what are you doing? And the brahmana could understand that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was not teasing him. He was serious and he cared. So he said, Well, I'm reading the Bhagavad Gita every day. But I'm, unfortunately I'm illiterate and I can't understand the words. So so Lord Chaitanya said, but I I see that you're sometimes crying, I'm watching you. Why is that? He said, well, because when I visualize Krishna and Arjuna on the battlefield of Kurukshetra and how Krishna, the Supreme Lord, is driving the chariot, is actually serving his devotee, I break down in tears. Mm -hmm. Then Lord Chaitanya picked him up and embraced him and he said, you are the real knower of the Gita and our acharya's comment that this brahmana although he was illiterate he attended lectures uh, by pure devotees you know on the Bhagavad Gita and therefore he knew the Gita and because he was reciting the Bhagavad Gita on the order of his spiritual master even though he couldn't read properly he got the mercy of the lord Yasya Prasada Bhagavat Prasado. Yasya Prasada Nagati Kadopi. By the mercy of Krishna, one gets a spiritual master. By the mercy of the spiritual master, one gets Krishna. So it's the hearing that is the most important thing. It is not mundane scholarship. Hare Krishna.
1: from Gopal Roy
0: Gopal Roy so happy that you're here on the inauguration day of the Srimad Bhagavatam text in the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books Haribo
1: Dear Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances Prabhupada writes that quote, when one is successful in chanting the Gayatri Mantra he can enter into the transcendental position of the Lord unquote is it therefore required for a devotee to receive the Gayatri mantra to enter into the transcendental position?
0: No, he doesn't say <coughs> only he doesn't say you can only enter into the transcendental position if you can chant the Gayatri mantra perfectly. He says you will be eligible if you do, but you have to get the Gayatri mantra in disciplic succession from a spiritual master and you can't chant it properly without receiving the mantra from a spiritual master. And besides that, uh, even a person who is not a brahmana, if he chants the Hare Krishna maha-mantra without offense, he will at- attain the spiritual world, even if he doesn't chant the Gaitri mantra. But the Gaitri mantra is highly recommended because it... Uh, brings one closer to Krishna uh, and enables him to chant the Hare Krishna maha mantra more nicely Hare Krishna You don't have to be a brahmana to go back to Godhead Krishna says clearly any man who's performing his duty in any of the varnas or Ashrams, uh, is eligible by worshipping the Lord. It's not even by chanting a mantra that these things happen. It's by the mercy of the Lord. And we get the mercy of the Lord by doing our prescribed duty that has been given to us by the wounds of nature and by the spiritual master uh, with the purpose of worshipping the Lord. Offering our service to the Lord with love nothing else can control the Lord nothing else can reveal the Lord to us Hare Krishna
1: from Rati Manjari
0: Hare Rati
1: she says Maharaj what a momentous occasion of good fortune to be able to hear Shri Prabhupada's translation of Srimad Bhagavatam read by you
0: Hare Krishna well it's a privilege that I take very seriously and therefore I'm going to do it for the rest of my life Hare Krishna and thanks for the encouraging words
1: from Gopakanya Devi Dasi
0: Haribo Gopakanya Devi Dasi.
1: Hare Krishna dear Maharaj and all assembled devotees all glories to Sri the Prabhupada
0: Jai all glories to Prabhupada
1: from Yudhutama.
0: Haribo Yudhutama.
1: Hare Krishna Gurudev, my obeisances and glories to Prabhupada. Now this is epic. Thank you for welcoming us all on board this magical journey to real life through the submissive hearing of Srimad Bhagavatam. I have a quick question. Could you please clarify what it means that Krishna knows all things both directly and indirectly?
0: He knows everything in the material world and in the spiritual world. That means he knows everything directly and indirectly. The material energy is separate energy. It's a transformation of his internal energy. The material energy is a transformation of his spiritual energy. Therefore, he is uh, aware of everything directly and indirectly. Not in the same way that, that, that we as embodied soul are aware of, vaguely, of what's going on inside our body. If we have a pain, we know it. Another person may not know it. But Krishna is by his expansions, by his energies and by his plenary expansions, uh, expansions of his personality, uh, is present everywhere, in every atom, in, as time, as the Supersoul and accompanying every little be, every living being. therefore he knows everything directly and indirectly Hare Krishna there's more to it than that but that's all we have time for tonight
1: another comment from Gopal Roy
0: Haribo Gopal Roy
1: also Maharaj I would like to add that last year we had our biggest marathon ever and this year we have doubled last year's scores wow Thanks for inspiring us in reading and distributing these books.
0: Now that is the nicest encouragement I've ever had. Hare Krishna. Well done, I might add. Well done.
1: Yourself and Devamrita Maharaj always used to say that to increase book distribution, the devotees need to read the books. took us some time, but when we actually when we eventually headed your advice it worked and is carrying on working. All glories to the daily readings of Śrīla Prabhupāda's books.
0: Thank you so much and it's the purpose, that's the ultimate purpose of my reading of the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam and other Prabhupāda's major works out loud in public like this. You know, uh, and therefore you're, you're giving me reason to live. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Such encouragement, sometimes I feel a little you know isolated i 've been out and about i 've lived in nine countries and i 've done so many things and i 've gone out on book distribution for years and and managed the uh, the distribution of the books for years and tried to help devotees come and go out and become book distributors but here i 'm more isolated i 'm uh, recording the books, and these books uh, will be uh, Dis- distributed in the form of audiobooks and by the way just in case you don't know we just re- we, s- we just received yesterday the uh, samples of the um uh, of the what is it called master of the mastered version of our of our audio files of the Chitanya Charitamita and we picked one which was very, very nice extremely close to my voice and uh, we have received from Bland who was doing the the mastering that with this uh, selection and that reference point he can do the work very swiftly and he expects to do to be able to finish sometime close to the uh, end of this year, which will be a great uh, achievement and a sense of accomplishment and fulfillment of a, uh, many, many hours of hard work. Visi money, sat in a chair for 10 to 12 hours a day for a long time, editing and then re-editing. Uh, yes. So this is a milestone just about to be uh, passed in our journey back home, back to Godhead. Hare Krishna. May Prabhupada take us all with him.
1: From Anandamurti, Devi Dasi.
0: Hare Krishna, Anandamurti.
1: Dear Guru Maharaj and all devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada.
0: Jai glories to Srila Prabhupada.
1: Thank you so much for today's reading. I am so fortunate to hear the Srimad Bhagavatam with you. The Srimad Bhagavatam tells that the Lord Sri Krishna is our spiritual father and cause of all causes. I would like to hear these, this transcendental nectar With full concentration. Now we are doing proofreading marathon of the Japanese version of the Srimad Bhagavatam first canto. Mm. My mind was rather going for distributing Bhagavad Gita but now would like to proceed this service more so that every uh, Japanese can reach this transcendental knowledge which is Sri Krishna himself. Yes. So far only up to the fifth chapter of the first canto has been published in Japanese. So this time we are going to publish the full first canto within 2022 of spring. Very nice. And we are working for the second canto till the end of 2022. Very nice. Please give us blessings for this project.
0: Hari Krishna. So be it. Nothing will please Srila Prabhupada more than to know that finally after all these years uh, the Bhagavatam is being put into uh, Japanese. You will get so much benefit. You will get the full blessings of Srila Prabhupada for doing this service. And you will surely go back to Godhead. Hare Krishna. So don't stop this most intimate service to Srila Prabhupada. uh,
1: Gopakanya
0: Gopakanya.
1: Dear Maharaj, by your blessings let my hearing of Srila Prabhupada's books be my life and soul in my journey back home back to Godhead I don't know how many lifetimes it will take me but I pray that I shall surely give my ears always to hear these transcendental books, especially the commentaries of our Srila Prabhupada Thank you, dear Maharaj, for delivering this to us every day. Jai Ho.
0: Hare Krishna. Now the next thing to do is to somehow or other find ways to distribute this good fortune you've acquired to others by distributing Prabhupada's books. Strain your brain, strain your intelligence, and figure out a way to give these books to others. Hare Krishna.
1: And from Rati Manjari Haribo Rati Earlier tonight we had a most wonderful Sankirtan meeting with His Holiness Janananda Maharaj Mm. Who inundated our hearts with a flood of nectar from Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Nice Of Lord Chaitanya's desire to distribute His fruits of love of Godhead everywhere And His order to every living being in the universe to take up Krishna consciousness And distribute it everywhere Yes. It was mesmerizing.
0: Yes. Wonderful.
1: She also says, beautiful sweater, by the way.
0: (laughs) Thanks. It was selected by Prabhupada Mukhi.
1: And from Stefano?
0: Stefano, Hare Krishna.
1: is asking the Srimad Bhagavatam audiobook read by you is already available
0: no but it will be next we'll do the Gita Bhagavad Gita and then we'll do the Srimad Bhagavatam canto by canto but one thing is that we've learned a lot in doing the Chaitanya Charitamrita like we did. And we'll, we, we will be able to finish these books a lot quicker. We can't say how, how long it's going to take, but it'll be a lot quicker than the Chaitanya Charitamrita. We have a lot to look forward to. Hare Krishna. <laughs> I thank you very much, everyone, especially for your Realizations and your encouragement. Uh, I feel very encouraged. And uh, yes, we will continue as long as I can. For as long as I can, I will continue to do this service to Srila Prabhupada and all the Vaishnavas in the world, leaving these recordings for posterity to hear. Srimad Bhagavatam ki Jai. Mm. <coughs> Gaurpremanandhi Hari Hari Bho sama bhakta vrindaki Jai mm-hmm. See you tomorrow night. Same time, same place, same topic. The unfolding of the absolute truth on the pages of Srimad Bhagavatam. Mm-hmm. Hari Krishna. See you tomorrow. Hari Bho.